Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a clear sky and 27 degrees. Super Bowl 58 lived up to the hype. With the Kansas City Chiefs holding on to their crown in Vegas. You can call it a dynasty. Mahomes swings it. It's there! Hartman! Jackpot! Kansas City! Courtesy CBS, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs do it again, beating the 49ers 25-22 in just the second overtime game in Super Bowl history. Mahomes led Kansas City on a game-tying drive to end regulation, and then the game-winner in overtime, connecting with McCole Hardman from three yards out. He completed 34, 46 passes for 333 yards and two scores, collecting his third Super Bowl MVP. It's the Chiefs' third title in five years, two of them against the Niners. They're the first team to win back-to-back Super Bowls since the Patriots in 2003 and 2004. I'm Tim McMaster, Fox News. Gunshots were fired at a Houston church Monday. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has more. Houston police are investigating what triggered a woman to open fire inside a church. She entered the building accompanied by a young boy and started shooting. Two off-duty officers at the church shot her dead. The boy was also shot. He's in critical condition. Another victim was shot in the leg. The shooting happened between services at the Lakewood Megachurch that has 45,000 people attend every week. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation has arrested a former Kansas undersheriff, On Friday afternoon, KBI agents arrested 55-year-old Harold Stelner of Clay Center after he turned himself in at the Clay County Jail in Clay Center. He was arrested for mistreatment of a confined person in Class A misdemeanor. The KBI began their investigation in October at the request of the Clay County Sheriff when he discovered evidence that Stelner unlawfully struck an inmate at the jail on September 29th. Shortly after, Stelner's employment was terminated by the sheriff's office. The Kansas Attorney General's office is expected to prosecute the case. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A Sedgwick County 911 employee has been arrested on suspicion of official misconduct and interference with law enforcement. A news release said the employee was uh, who works in the emergency communications had been employed by Sedgwick County since July of 2022. Valley Center Law Enforcement is investigating. Formal charges are pending. An infant in Kansas City died when her mother mistakenly put her down for a nap in an oven. Mariah Thomas 
is charged with endangering the welfare of a child. Police were called to a home Friday afternoon. A probable cause statement says responders found the child with apparent burns. Statement says responders were told by a witness that the mother put the child down for a nap and accidentally placed her in the oven instead of a crib. Statement did not offer an explanation about how that mistake was made. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been hospitalized again, and he's transferred the functions and duties of his office to Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks. The Pentagon says the Defense Secretary was suffering from symptoms pointing to an emergent bladder issue. He was taken by a security detail to Walter Reed National Military Medical Center Sunday afternoon. The White House, the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, as well as some members of Congress were notified. It's a far different scenario than last month when Austin was being treated for prostate cancer. He came under fire for not revealing details about his hospitalization. He apologized afterwards and promised more transparency in the future. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS now, 6.08, eight minutes past six o'clock. And we're up to 28 degrees from last hour's 27. Firefighters responded to a house fire Saturday morning in South Wichita. This was in the 4700 block of South Hydraulic. The homeowner told authorities the fire began in the basement. One person was treated on the scene. There's no word on how the fire started, nor a damage estimate. Police in Salina issued a statement Friday saying that the death of a teacher at Kansas Wesleyan University is not a criminal matter. Officers were called to the school Thursday morning following a report that a woman was possibly deceased due to a gunshot wound. First responders found Eileen St. John, head of the teacher education department, dead in her office from a gunshot wound. Salina police said the investigation determined no criminal activity was involved and closed the investigation. After a bipartisan border deal failed in the Senate last week, a new bill to provide aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan is being worked on. Fox's Chad Pergram has more. The test vote means the Senate will eventually pass the foreign aid plan. It's only a matter of time. 67 bipartisan senators voted to crush the filibuster. 18 GOP members voted to break the filibuster, but that's hardly a majority of Senate Republicans. Only one senator who caucuses with the Democrats voted nay. That's Bernie Sanders. What we do in Congress right now could well determine whether tens of thousands of people live or die. The Senate might pass the bill before sunrise Wednesday morning if opponents burn all available time. But passing the bill in the House, another question. The proposed bill puts aside over $95 billion in foreign aid. King Charles III made a public appearance Sunday after being diagnosed with cancer. Fox's Stephanie Bennett reports. The king attended church this morning. It's about 110 miles north of London. He is looking well. He did have an umbrella to kind of help him along. But he is recovering in his country home there where he's receiving treatment last week for his first treatment for cancer. Now, King Charles III went to Sunday services with his wife, Queen Camilla, at St. Mary Magdalene Church, offering a cheerful wave as he walked out of the parish that has regularly served as a place of worship for the royal family. Buckingham Palace made the announcement Monday saying, the cancer was detected while undergoing treatment for an enlarged prostate. While the type of cancer has not yet been disclosed, the palace confirmed that it is not prostate cancer. Prince Harry recently made a visit to England to spend time with his father after learning of the diagnosis. 
KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic volume still pretty light out there, really not seeing uh, any bad traffic conditions at the moment. Things are uh, looking good on the Wichita roadways right now. Uh, got just little, little bits and pieces of heavy traffic here and there, but for the most part, things are looking uh, pretty good here in the Wichita area. Got some pretty heavy traffic right now on MacArthur between Oliver and K-15, and on K-15 northbound at uh, MacArthur Road. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, quiet start to our day. It's going to be mostly sunny with temperatures in the mid-40s by noontime, 52 later on this afternoon. Clear overnight, tello 28. Then sunshine with a strong southwest wind on Tuesday, or high 61. I'm KNSS Meteorologist and Holiday. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour, 28 degrees. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Today is Monday, February 12th, 2024. We had a cool, mostly cloudy day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 43 degrees, normal high 48. So, uh, yeah, a little cooler than normal for this time of year. On this date in 1809, Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States, was born in a log cabin in Hardin County, Kentucky. Yep, this is uh, President Lincoln's birthday. Used to be a federal holiday. Yeah. And the 22nd is Washington's, I believe. Yes. So they combined them. They will have a next Monday. We'll have a President's Day. How's, how's that? It's a beloved carnival season tradition in New Orleans. Mask riders on lavish floats fling strings of beads or other trinkets to parade watchers. But environmentalists are worried about the huge amount of non-biodegradable plastic beads that wind up mixed in all the other Mardi Gras trash. It has led to movements to collect and reuse plastic beads to reduce demand. And it has sparked a growing effort to replace beads with other items. One New Orleans nonprofit now markets a variety of alternative parade favors, including beads made out of paper, acai seeds, or recycled glass, wooden yo-yos, and packets of locally made coffee or jambalaya mix. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you're tossing this to those knuckleheads that are along the parade route. Don't they already have, like, candy bead necklace things? We just make it out of sugar. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. You can eat it or it would just dissolve. Yeah. Now, the wife of uh, uh, the wife and daughter of John Gotti Jr. Remember John Gotti? Yeah, remember that guy? Namesake son of notorious New York mob boss John Dapper Don Gotti. The wife and daughter facing assault charges stemming from a fist fight with a woman at a high school basketball game on Long Island. Kimberly Gotti, 55 years old and old enough to know better. That doesn't mean anything. And her daughter, Gianna Gotti, 25, accused of assaulting the woman Thursday night after she asked him to stop cursing at players from from the bleachers. Woman says the pair punched her, pulled off her hat and wig, and that additional people joined in the fracas. John Gotti Jr. says the woman punched his wife first. So, 
whatever his wife did then was completely excusable. Fun folks. Fun folks. All right. Had an interesting uh, Friday night, Ted. We're going to go back to the beginning of the weekend. We went to the uh, Carroll Capon basketball game. And I got to tell you, it was a spirited. I watched, I got most of the, all the, all of the girls' games and part of the, most of the, uh, the boys' game. It was a spirited, a spirited outing. The teams were playing well and I just, uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I think Carroll lost both ends of it to your alma mater, Capon, but. Capen's got good teams this year. Anytime those two teams get together, it's always it's a good crowd. Always very uh, and, intense. Uh, yeah. And I, I enjoyed Friday evening. I sat with my daughter and watched one of my granddaughters cheer. The other one was not scheduled to cheer that night. So, see, we had Mary was cheering that night. She did a good job. At one point, she was standing. I don't know how to describe this. But she had somebody standing on her shoulders. Just her. Nobody mm-hmm. else spotting or anything. I didn't know that uh, Mary was that strong. She's she's pretty. That's, she's been going to the Y, and she's getting 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 pretty strong there. All right, uh, KNSS Radio, Wichita Thunder, uh, talking about Red Friday, includes the appearance of Chiefs legend Dante Hall this coming Friday, the sixteenth. Fans can purchase a special package for seventy five dollars. It includes a VIP ticket to the game and access to meet the Chiefs legend Dante Hall. Uh, and if you want to find out more, you can go to wichitathunder.com. Sometime this morning, we have tickets. Very nice. To give away to go to Red Friday at Interest Bank Arena coming up this coming Friday. 616, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. It's sports time with Ted Woodward. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're going to talk about football today. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we had the Super Bowl yesterday, Super Bowl 58, wrapping up the professional football season in the NFL. The Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers, first ever Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And we got extra, got an extra quarter in this one because this one went into overtime. A game that was pretty tight all the way, although the Chiefs were down by double digits at one point in this game, but came back the first few quarters weren't very good, but as time started running out and the fourth quarter wound around, it got really, really tense. Because every play could make or break your season. Of course, you heard it all right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. But uh, the Chiefs were trying to get things done. It went into overtime. San Francisco won the coin toss, and the 49ers took the ball first, went down the field, and got all the way into the red zone, but the Chiefs stopped them. So the Chiefs uh, held the 49ers to a field goal. So the Chiefs, under the new overtime rules in the postseason, the Chiefs then get the football. A field goal would extend the game. A touchdown would win it. Well, several times in this drive, the Chiefs were up against it, and Patrick Mahomes at quarterback had to bail him out right here, of course, on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. Third down and a yard again. The oh, Chiefs had to convert fourth and less than a yard earlier on this drive, 22-19 to 19, San Francisco. In the overtime, Chiefs will throw it on third and one. Mahomes is going to run it, 30-yard line, 25-20. Mahomes inside the 15 and down to the 13-yard line. Shades of Super Bowl 57 when he ran down the field in pain with the ball in his left hand and a sword in his right. It's first down on a 19-yard run by Mahomes. That was huge. Mitch Holtus with the call, of course, on the Chiefs radio network. So, Chiefs are in the red zone. A field goal ties it. Keeps the game going. A touchdown would win it. McKinnon is in at running back. First down and goal to go. Play action fake. Right side throw. Touchdown. Kansas City. McCall Hardman. McCall. 
on the right side. A three-yard touchdown pass in overtime. Kansas City wins the game. 25-22. And the Chiefs' kingdom has started its own history class. Because for the first time in 6,944 days, there is a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs champions of Super Bowl 58 on the heels of Super Bowl 57. The Chiefs do it in overtime. And the Chiefs, just a couple months ago, looked like they might be reeling a little bit. Finish the season on a six-game winning streak and get another Super Bowl. You can doubt the Chiefs. You can dislike the Chiefs. You can disrespect the Chiefs. You're going to have to deal with the Chiefs being the first back-to-back Super Bowl champions in 6,944 days, almost 20 years since New England did it at the end of the 03 and 04 seasons. The Chiefs have done it at the end of the 22 and 23 seasons and given up. People were shoving dirt on this team after Christmas at 9-6, and six, but we knew if they could clean up those areas of the holds, of the giveaway takeaway, of the drops, that this team would become a force. This team became a surging force that did it the very tough way to make it happen. Your MVP, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, who accounted for 399 total yards, 333 of those through the air. A couple touchdown passes after the game. Comments from Mahomes on CBS Sports. The, the whole family of Kansas City and Chiefs Kingdom is special. Um, Brittany's a great a great wife with two great kids. I can't ask for anything better than this. Man. We're Super Bowl champs. Kansas City, I'll see y'all uh, at the parade. Let's do it, baby. Parade on Wednesday, by the way. Here's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. What a great experience. I appreciate our guys for the great job that they did, the players and the coaches. Defensively, our guys came out played their hearts out like they've done all year, kept us in the game, and then the offense just kind of persevered through it. Uh, Tough in the first half, tough sledding, and they did a little better. We did a little better in the the second half. And the guy that caught the game-winning touchdown, McCole Hardman, a guy that left the Chiefs, went and signed a $4 million contract with the Jets, and they barely even used him, so the Chiefs got him back in a trade. And then he catches the touchdown pass to finish it off. All right, thanks are here with McCole Hardman, the hero of the day. First of all, how huge was it for you to be involved in the game-winning touchdown, given this, how the season has unfolded for you? I mean, that's big, right? It's the biggest, man. I love it. I'm glad the team brought me back. I, I don't want no other way. Chiefs, their third Super Bowl championship in the last five years, including back-to-back. And guess what? They'll talk about it tonight on the season-ending edition of the Chiefs' Kingdom Show. Mitch Holtis will host that one at 6 o'clock tonight. You don't want to miss that over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH at 6 o'clock tonight. Should Chiefs be a good one. Kingdom Show. Yeah. Yep, that'll be fun. Uh, a little college basketball before we finish up. Uh, the Shockers lost at home yesterday to 20th-ranked Florida Atlantic, 95-82 in overtime as the Shocks uh, fall to 10-14 and 14 on the season. And a big basketball game tonight, ESPN Big Monday in Lubbock. Fourth-ranked Kansas visiting 23rd-ranked Texas Tech. Jayhawks are a a two-and-a-half-point underdog on the road tonight. That'll tip off at 8 o'clock tonight in Lubbock. And that's Sports with Steve and Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. 
safe healing environment with caring employees that fully understand recovery from addiction. Bel Air Recovery Center. They improve the lives they touch. Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta, plus traffic and weather on the way. Steve is head of the morning here on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve Hackintosh, Ted Woodward, 630 here on this Monday morning. 28 degrees. Israel is launching an aerial assault on Rafah, where over 1.4 million Palestinians fled following Israel's offensive in Gaza. Israel says Rafah is the last remaining Hamas stronghold. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has the latest. A series of Israeli strikes in the Gaza city of Rafah has left Palestinians dead. Rafah is home to nearly one and a half million Palestinians. The attack is certain to trigger global outrage, especially from Egypt, which shares a border with southern Gaza. Earlier in the day, President Biden warned Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu that Israel should not conduct a military operation against Hamas in Rafah without a, quote, credible and executable plan. The Israeli military says they rescued two hostages that were held in captivity in the Gaza Strip. An inmate at the Sedgwick County Detention Center has died because of chronic medical conditions. A news release from the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office said the 36-year-old male inmate was hospitalized on January 29th. He was being evaluated by the detention facility medical clinic for the past three years after reporting difficulties with his chronic medical issues to jail medical staff. Sheriff's Office said he was hospitalized 25 times since his arrest, including eight times last year. There's a housing shortage in southwest Kansas. Officials in Garden City cannot keep up with the population growth. Plans are in place to build 4,000 family homes and affordable housing units by 2030. Garden City Assistant Manager, City Manager that is, Daniel Burke, says that number may not be a realistic one. Do I think we'll necessarily hit the 4,000 new units? I think we've got a long way to go for that, but I do think we're making some pretty significant progress and headway with the developments we have in the work. Officials plan to carefully select the locations for the housing units to allow the city to expand. The reward leading to the arrest of a suspect in the shooting death of a Tennessee sheriff's deputy and the wounding of another has climbed to $100,000. There are warrants for 42-year-old Kenneth DeHart's arrest on first-degree murder and other charges. He's suspected of shooting and killing 43-year-old Sheriff's Deputy Greg McCowan and injuring another 22-year-old deputy during a traffic stop Thursday night. Blount County Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy Jeff French urging the public to report any and all tips. No tips too big, too small. We're, we appreciate the community and, and sending us those, so we ask that you continue to do that. The deputy stopped DeHart on a suspicion of driving erratically. The DA's office says DeHart refused to step out of his SUV. A deployed stun gun had no effect. Authorities say that's when DeHart fired, striking both deputies. Deborah Valentine. Fox News. A man has been sentenced to life in prison after pleading guilty to killing four workers at an Oklahoma marijuana farm in 2022. Court records show Chen Wu pleaded guilty at a court hearing Friday to four counts of first-degree murder and one count of assault and battery with a deadly weapon in connection with the November 20th, 2022 killings. Prosecutors say Wu fatally shot three men and a woman in a garage at the farm west of Hennessy located northwest of Oklahoma City. As part of a plea agreement, Wu was sentenced to life in prison without parole for each of the murder counts and given a 20-year prison term for the assault charge. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist 
Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky across Wichita and south-central Kansas. Expected to be sunny with temperatures in the mid-40s or so by lunchtime, 52 this afternoon. Tonight, a clear sky, our low 28. Then sunny, breezy, and not as cool on Tuesday with a high 61. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 7 miles per hour, 28 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.35 on this Monday morning, and uh, just about an hour from now, we'll check in with uh, Wichita Mayor Lily Wu. Monday's with the mayor with Stephen Ted. That comes around at 7.35 on Monday mornings. Be listening for that. Very good. The 12th day of February is today. And it was on this date in 1909, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP, was founded on this date on Lincoln's birthday, by the way, in 1909. Valentine's Day is one of those holidays that haters love to hate. It feels forced, commercialized, and downright expensive to pull off if if expectations are to be met. Now, this is the first Valentine's Day since the U.S. Surgeon General issued a public health advisory declaring loneliness and isolation an epidemic with dire consequences. Therapists and public health experts see a way out for many doing uh, doing without romantic love. First step, stop comparing yourself to others and look inward for your joy. Second step, plan ahead, whether it's Valentine's Day with friends or taking yourself out to the theater. Valentine's Day coming up. A lot of flowers and candy, I suppose, this year again. Haven't seen Those any numbers. biggies. Haven't seen any numbers on it yet, but I'm sure within the next day or two, there's going to be a lot of numbers floating around. What do you think, Ted? Of course. I've got a journalism question for you. Oh, boy. You, oh. You've been in the business a lot longer than I have. Chronically ill man dies in prison, dies in jail, Cedric County Jail. Why is that a news story? Chronically ill people die in this town every day. Why is a guy that's in prison a news story and somebody else isn't? I've never understood that. Maybe it's because a death while in custody uh, needs to be brought forward as to the why. Because people won't be suspicious. I'm not sure. I think it's a story. I think. It's- okay. I just never understood that. There's chronically ill people that die every day in this town. But why is a guy that dies while he's in custody a, a, You know a what's story? interesting about this story to me, though? This guy was in there sick, you know, and getting all this treatment. And that's why, you know, uh, all on the public, Diana, bless his heart, if uh, he was sick, he needed to be cared for. But gosh, that's, and he was. That gets a little expensive after a while. Well, it's expensive for someone who's not in custody, too. Yeah, it is. But uh, we're not on the, <laughs> the public doesn't pay for that. You know, that's the one thing about when you talk about fighting crime, it's, uh, over the years I've watched this, Ted. You, people say, well, you know, uh, we need a bigger jails or we this or that. <laughs> no. <laughs> You just fill them up. <laughs> They're always at capacity. Mm-hmm. This one we've got is. And it costs a lot of money to keep people incarcerated. Be The mm-hmm. best thing is if people just didn't do crime. That would be the best. But uh, I don't think it's no, going to happen. That never happens. All right. It's, uh, hey, coming up uh, Sunday, the 18th, the next KNSS Music Series is going to air at 6 p.m. from 6 to 7. It's an hour-long special in support of the 50th anniversary edition of Paul McCartney and Wing's third album. 1973's Band on the Run, ah. which is out Friday, uh, was out Friday, the, the 2nd of February. Of course, you'll be featuring Paul and many others sharing their thoughts on the album. It contains such classics as the title track Jet, Helen Wheels, 
Let Me Roll It, and more. Great album. Yeah. Should be a great show. What's coming out Friday, though? I don't know. It, said, it says here, though, in a copy that uh, this this 50th anniversary 50th edition anniversary. Okay. came out Friday the 2nd. Okay, gotcha. So you can hear that. Again, this show is coming on. Uh, it's a one-hour show, Sunday night at 6 here on KNSS. Time for a look at our commodities, a KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Cash cattle trade has been on the light side last week with some in Kansas actually trading at 182. Now, Friday's upside for the live cattle and the feeder cattle was limited upside. Trading throughout the session was two-sided with the live cattle actually closing positive, but the feeders on the negative side. Lean hog futures gapped higher and closed positive Friday. Friday's close all April live cattle, 15 cents higher, 186.72. March feeders, 30 higher, 247.15. And April lean hogs, 80 higher at 81.15. Now, the soybean complex and corn closed negative Friday. March corn had a contract low for the third straight session. We saw November soybeans last week have an eighth straight session of losses. And last week, we saw March KC wheat for the week lose 24 cents. March corn lost 14 cents. March soybeans lost a nickel for the week. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat's a penny and a half lower at $6 even. March corn up two and a quarter at 431 and a quarter. March soybeans seven and a quarter higher at $11.90 and three quarter cents. March crude oil trading 84 cents lower at $76 even. April gold three and a half dollars lower at $2,035.20. The March S&P is a half a point lower at 5043 and a half. March dollar index is three cents higher at 104.02 and March Dow Jones futures 21 points lower at 38,727. For commodity trading, egg marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tell me a story on Fox this morning. They're talking about the, uh, apparently the cattle supply is, is very low, or if not, if not the lowest in years. What can you tell me about that? Well, the cattle inventory, that's all cattle included, is the lowest since 1951. So we do have an extremely low number. Uh, we've had now five straight years of decline. Uh, we have not seen rebuilding of the cow herd. We've actually seen a large record amount of cows going to slaughter for two reasons, some profitability, others because of the drought that we've been through lately. Well, well, any any any. Good to see there. I mean, what's the future look like? We're going to get some more cattle out there or not? Well, yeah, we will eventually see herd rebuilding take place, but you've got to keep in mind it takes a couple years for that to take place out there, so it doesn't happen overnight. And uh, the other thing is we'll probably maintain to see higher-priced cattle out there because of these tighter supplies too. But we also got to remember just because supplies get low does not always mean prices go higher because demand can go down when prices go up. Oh, okay. Well, I had a pretty good ribeye last night right before the Chiefs game started. How about that? Hey, you done great. Finished it off with fantastic dessert with a win. <laughs> not bad. <Nice. laughs> get out the steak knives, Mommy. All right. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll check with you tomorrow morning. That is uh, Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker on the way, using a reverse rollover. Oh, that sounds... Sounds like gymnastics. Sounds like a a personal issue to me. I wonder if you could do that on the parallel bars. Got to find out. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker on the way with Stephen Ted 
on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stephen, 10 of the morning, KNSS, 647 here on Monday, the 12th day of February. Three big things. Three. Former Clay County undersheriff arrested on suspicion of mistreatment of a confined person. Two. Shooting in Houston's Lakewood Megachurch. Woman shooter is dead. One. Kansas City beats San Francisco 25-22 to in overtime. The Chiefs' second straight Super Bowl victory. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. And traffic in the Wichita area. Well, the traffic conditions are looking pretty good out there. I am seeing some slow-moving traffic. This is if you happen to be going southbound on the turnpike, wanting to exit onto the uh, South Wichita down there by 47th Street South. Uh, just may take you a little extra time. we got some pretty heavy traffic uh, going through there right now. Traffic update. 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 50 degrees. Clear and cool tonight, the overnight low 29. Tuesday, sunny and warmer. Tomorrow's high, 57 degrees. Now a clear sky, 28 degrees. Northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen Ted in the morning, another cold case Solved by breakthroughs in genetic testing, this one in Austin, Texas. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. Another decades-old cold case has been solved thanks to advancements in DNA technology. On May 12, 1994, Burt Allen Mann was found fatally stabbed in the kitchen of his home in Austin, Texas. At the time, police say evidence suggested that Mann returned home from work when he discovered a burglar had broken into his home through a rear sliding door. They say the two men got into a fight and Mann was ultimately killed. The suspect was also hurt and left blood at the home. Over the years, cops had over 40 persons of interest. A blood sample from the scene was tested for DNA in 2005 and entered into a DNA index system with no matches. In 2023, the DNA profile was sent to another forensic lab, which identified a potential suspect, Kenneth Robbins. Five days after investigators obtained more DNA samples from Robbins, he was found dead in his work truck in Weatherford, Texas. An autopsy revealed Robbins took his own life. There's more on this story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. A mixed close on Wall Street Friday. 
Markets reacting to good news on inflation data with the S&P 500 closing above the 5,000 level for the first time. The market's closing higher for the fifth straight week. At the close, the Dow off 55 points, the S&P higher by 28 to close at 50.26, and the Nasdaq rising 196, closing in on a previous all-time high. Traders celebrating revisions to the consumer price index that confirmed the disinflation trend from last year. And they'll be watching more inflation data to see if the trend is continuing next week when both CPI and PPI are released. Today's markets were led by big tech and growth stocks, Microsoft and NVIDIA hitting all-time highs. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. Using a reverse rollover. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here today, this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, a 401k rollover is a pretty common thing. It's generally utilized when one retires or leaves an employer. They roll their former company retirement asset plan assets into an IRA. The assets are then managed according to their financial plan. A reverse rollover is not as common. It's when an IRA is moved into an employer-sponsored 401k plan. Well, the individual retirement arrangements, IRAs, are generally much more flexible than a 401k plan. That's because they offer a greater universe of traditional investment choices, and investors can often choose from alternative investments like real estate, private equity, and commodities. The investor has many more options for their certified financial planner professional to use to target their long- and short-range investment goals. However, There are some good reasons to leave your retirement plan savings in the employer K plan. Uh, If you have just a few long-range investments, it may be more convenient to have all retirement assets in one place. If the bulk of those monies are in a K plan, moving your smaller IRA into the employer plan can help you consolidate everything into one institution. If you're still working after the required minimum distribution age of 73, Any retirement assets in an active 401k are not required to be withdrawn. You can delay RMDs until you fully retire, no matter your age. If money is in an IRA, whether you're working or not, you are required to take it out. If you need to take a tax or penalty-free loan from your retirement plan, which I highly recommend against doing, you may possibly do that from a 401k plan if it allows it. You cannot borrow from your IRA. Another reason to keep monies in a 401k might be early withdrawals. Some plans allow penalty-free in-service distributions at age 55 and older, but not all do. Now, there are there are reasons to do a reverse, reverse rollover, but it's generally limited to, to specific needs. Most investors will move their 401k assets into an IRA. Of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. Number is 267-0600. Did you over-celebrate the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory? I don't think I over-celebrated it, but it but it certainly uh, took us to a pretty late evening. Today is you know? National uh, Football Hangover Day, just in, <laughs> ca- just in case you did. It's estimated that yeah. nearly 14 million people called into work sick the day after the big game. Oh, my God. We have a receptionist here who... Made sure every year she was off every Monday after the Super Bowl. She knew what she was coming. She knew exactly what mm-hmm. was going to happen. Bless her heart. She no, that's out. funny. So what about it? It's uh, a lot of excitement going on. This is over the Chiefs. Man. 
Big well, deal. it's a game. It's a game as it should have been. I mean, when you got the the two champions of the of each of their respective conferences playing against each other, it should be close. That's and right. Man, oh man, boy, did we pull that out at the last yeah. second? That was pretty amazing. Uh, it sure was. Did you? I'm sure you were. Were you watching at a party or just uh, by yourself? Yeah, the Wagon Masters had a, had a group oh, yeah. of people together, and, and we all watched it and had some good grub and some uh, and a lot of TVs in there and good company, and it was uh, it was pretty 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 well put together and really really had a good time. All right, it was a season that did, did about uh, three quarters or two thirds of the way through. I thought I don't think they're going to make it this year. I think yeah, a lot of people kind of counted them out, but they they found a way. That, that's a lot of character. Just to figure out a way to win. They certainly did. Certainly did. It was a great game. It didn't look too good that first half. But my, no, I always no. say the good teams and the good coaches will figure it out at halftime. Mm-hmm. And give them the old Canute Rockney thing yep. there, and out they come. Ah, exciting. Yeah, there must have been a heck of a talk in that in that locker room. You know, I, I'd like to know what that was, but I'm sure they won't tell us. Okay. Don, thank you, sir. We will check with you again you. tomorrow morning. Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker, with Steve and Ted. Coming up to our news at the top of the hour, 7 o'clock this morning. Your top story, of course, Chiefs repeat as Super Bowl champs. We'll tell you about that. And a shooting that left one woman dead at that megachurch, Lakewood, in Houston. That's on the way. Steve and Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.